Today we're talking Kanye West, Khabib, and McGregor, Rebby, Rose, twerking, quirking, fighting, and more on today's World Star Wrap-Up. You already know what it is. Parental guidance is advised. A lot of World Star moments today on today's show. Oh, definitely, definitely. We got, we have two fights, two fights on this show instead of one. It's double the fights on this episode today. I'm excited for it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to World Star Weekly. I'm your host, Michael Patterson. I'm joined by two people to the left of me, starting off with Tehran. And that's me. I'm Tehran. Literally, if you don't know who I am, then you haven't been paying attention. And I'm Abigail Frere. <laughs> that's so anticlimactic. It's, it's so anticlimactic. <laughs> And we do this World Star Wrap-Up each and every week, which is a wrap-up of our favorite World Star clips. If you're a World Star enthusiast as we are, we enjoy you, we welcome you, thank you for discussing some World Star moments. Yeah, we got some really good clips today, I think. A very, very diverse group of clips today, I, I guess is a good way of saying diverse it. Diverse would be great if we <laughs> were would, a much more diverse panel. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We, we can, Sorry, as, we, as we are, of course, engaging with different hosts and, and figuring it all out, we enjoy it. But you know what? I will say, I am very surprised by Michael's opinions on different Oh. Thanks, you, man. Because you are, hey, you are, to me, there we go. a lot of people don't realize you are, to me, represent that whole part of America. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's um, fair. That whole part of America that we tend to fly over, and I love hearing how diverse your thoughts are. So I, thank you so hey much. Hey man, for I got on, I got an show. open mind. I grew up in Southern California, so it's a uh, I got I got the background. But I appreciate you, <laughs> and I appreciate you. Well, anyway, we got some great no clips for you guys. Me. Uh, you, <laughs> of course, we appreciate you. You wear champion. That's all that everyone needs to know. <laughs> you wear champion and hoop earrings, and well, and you rock it. Squad. And you rock it. And you have a great time. There we go. This, is this World Star Weekly or is this just a compliment show? We're just going to compliment going. each Let's other for, for 40 minutes. Well, if we start fighting, that would be a World Star moment. Right? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, we got some great clips. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, Kanye West at SNL. We got two fights, like I mentioned before. Um, dog videos. Uh, Red Rose. <laughs> in a good way, though. Dog videos in a good way. Yes. In the best way possible. Like yes. Like yes. Okay. No. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll get you to it. Watch it. You have to watch. We'll just start off right up on the top. Uh, Kanye West performed at uh, SNL last week with uh, Lil Pump. They were the musical guest hosts. They were performing their new single, I Love It, wearing some great costumes, I might add. I don't know if you guys saw it. The costumes The costumes were a variation of what Kanye and Little Water Pump. What were yeah. they? Lil Pump. Yeah, it was Con- Sparkling and Still. Sparkling. Oh, okay. Lyrics from the song. Yeah, exactly. That's just the best yeah. best part about that song. Well, yeah. let's just, right after right after that song played, he kind of went on a little bit of a monologue that did not air on the show, and we're going to play a little bit of a clip of that. I want to cry right now. Black man in America. Supposed to keep what you feel inside right now. So, as we see right now, Kanye is singing the end of his song, and then he goes on a rant, and the rant yeah. is is totally unscripted. This is actually from the original, uh, because on Saturday Night Live, what they do is they do the show in the afternoon, and they do the show in the evening. The afternoon is a dry run, and they gauge how their skits perform in front of a live audience, and then they switch the audience for the night show, which is live. So it's very tedious work. But Kanye, in this clip, is wearing a MAGA hat. And MAGA hats are extremely controversial, especially in today's political atmosphere. Well, and in New York, no less. In New York, and being worn by a black male. 
because of what MAGA has typically represented. When people think MAGA, they really think tiki torches at any given time. And for Kanye to do that, which Kanye has done in numerous instances in the past, including wearing a MAGA hat and a Colin Kaepernick shirt at the same time, which seems to many people to be not only controversial, but to be almost bipolar. Yeah, it, these kind of clips just confuse me because I, I don't I don't get where his head's at. I mean, I think he said before that, you know, this is the real Kanye. He's off the meds now. And it, he's just... This isn't the first time he's gone on one of these tirades. I think in this tirade specifically, he talks about, we might not have heard it in the video, he talks about how welfare is dividing black families in this nation and that we need to abolish the 13th Amendment. He he talked about the 13th Amendment in a tweet. Yeah. What he was speaking on to begin when originally was how he was bullied into not wearing the MAGA hat. Mm-hmm. On the show, and we later find out that the person who he was bullied by is a member of his own inner circle, Malik, who is an artist in his own right, who has been in projects and also guided Kanye in his past projects going forward, where he felt he was bullied because he was told not to wear the hat, and Malik said, "If you wear the hat, I'm leaving." And they've had this; they've had arguments regarding this before. A lot of people have come out and spoken to Kanye. In this regards, T.I. being one of the Mm -hmm. aforementioned, of course. So the concept is that Kanye is a believer in the MAGA concept. He's also seemed to have supported Trump in the past politically. Yeah. Fiscally, I can understand being that wealthy, possibly wanting to be a Republican. But the political and social climate that exists today, it's very hard to separate being black and being a Trump supporter it's very difficult for most people and it's a very interesting thing so it really comes down to people are upset at kanye for promoting a product that they think is not only racist but divisive and politically charged yeah, not representative of the community. And I think a lot of people... Of the community that supports him. Yeah. Right. And, the I, most. and that's and that's an issue because a lot of people are having a hard time differentiating him but, but as a person and as a musician. They almost don't want to support him as a musician anymore. And I want to know if you think he's going to receive any sort of backlash from this when the next album comes out. The next album, which was supposed to come out that night, yeah. actually, that yeah. didn't drop out. I, I had more backlash at Kanye because I was <laughs> waiting. Yeah, right, right, right. I was waiting on my title. Like I was updating. I, I was like such a fangirl. Like refreshing. I kept updating and refreshing, and it wouldn't come out. And I was waiting for his albums because yeah. his music is is very it's good. Awesome. It is very difficult to sometimes to sometimes separate your favorite artist from their the, their 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 personal side. Mm-hmm their public side from their personal side. It's very difficult to do so. And I don't know if we should always do so. I was just going to say, I feel like if you're in the spotlight in the celebrity standpoint, you really need to stop and consider, like, do I want to ruin my fan base, potentially? Or is this more important to me than my livelihood? And I think once you have a certain amount of wealth, you don't really, you know, he's he's got investments, whatnot. But I think that a lot of times, even athletes, you know, everyone's really getting politically f- fueled and stating their opinion. And I think sometimes, I don't know if, if we all want that sure, on every platform. But, on every platform, we say that, but at the same time, we respect those that lead a charge, especially when it agrees with our opinion. Right. We disagree with those and get upset at the ones who don't. And I've always been under the 
number one impression is I, I personally believe in the freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And when I say that, I mean, if you do not believe in the freedom of speech for those you disdain, you, you do not believe, believe in, in the freedom right. of speech. And while I don't always agree with Kanye's thought process, I'm one of the few people that tries or at least does understand where he's coming from in a lot of things. For example, when he was speaking on the abolishment of the 13th Amendment, he was specifically speaking not on the abolishment of the amendment that refrains from slavery, Mm. but regarding the concept of slavery is illegal unless you are imprisoned. And that is something that the 13th, if you watch even the Netflix documentary, talks about how that's that's what leads to the imprisonment of people of color because it basically reinstates slavery in a lot of ways. So what Kanye is referring to is this. But we can't always PS everything Kanye says. When Kanye says something, slavery is a choice. It can't be the rest of us who always have to dictate. It's irresponsible, Kanye. You are... Are, are a person in a position with a platform that everyone listens to. And when you say things, the wrong people utilize your words in the wrong way. You're providing them the ammo that they need. And they're saying, well, look, one of your leaders is saying this, so it must be true. Because you're not providing an apt explanation. You might be a genius in your own head, but we don't live in your own head. We do not live there. We don't know what you're saying. And the rest of us who do understand where you're coming from are tired of sitting there and trying to explain you because then we get attacked as well. We get attacked as well. State your your sentences plainly. When you say make America great again, if you just simply said we want to make America great we can all get on board with that concept. It's when you add the words again and then you look at the history of the United States and the hypocrisy within the democracy that adds to the convoluted conclusion that you are leaving the black community. When you wear a Colin Kaepernick shirt and a MAGA hat, people don't understand the libertarian stance on that. People are taking it as in, you are mocking Colin Kaepernick. And when you say things like, let's abolish the 13th Amendment, people aren't listening to the overall conclusion that you're forthcoming or taking the time to dig afterwards exactly what they're saying is it sounds like you're saying bring back slavery and and especially in accordance with the things that you're laying out that's how it's coming off i understand that your your life is art kanye but the rest of us don't get that luxury we live in the real world and unfortunately in the real world there happens to be consequences for your actions so be a lot more aware when you're saying you're being bullied for wearing a maga hat that part I can understand because I can understand someone. Uh, I always disagree with the the videos of people wearing MAGA hats and people who are liberals going up and throwing water at them mm-hmm. or splashing them as they did with what's the young lady's name who has a show? She's uh, the blonde co-host. She has a show. Oh, she's, her name she's is on escaping Fox. me. She's, she's young. She's young. Is it Megan Kelly? No, no, she got discovered on YouTube. Yeah, she's I from YouTube. But uh, I mean, I even forget her name. But she's she's actually her and I have had a back and forth on Twitter where it was respectful. But mm. we understand where, like, I understand that you dislike her opinion. I don't understand. But she's also allowed to have an opinion. Violent right, towards her, right. you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you can understand when you have a, an opinion that can seem extremely racially charged, you're going to get backlash. Right. And you should be aware of that as well. You can't just have an opinion and think it has no consequences. I just don't think it should have physical, violent consequences. Or we should suppress anyone's opinion. Everything can be a conversation. Everything can be a conversation. That's how civility and civil society works. Yeah, of course. (laughs) And well, and that's what's, I think that's what's honestly great about these kinds of situations is because it creates a conversation. And that's, that's really what I think people should be looking for. 
moving on, uh, another another big news item. Last night, UFC 229 took place. Very good card. Of course, Conor McGregor and Habib uh, Nurmagomedov. Is that right? I think that's, that's actually a great, excellent pronunciation, Habib yeah. Nurmagomedov. <laughs> Say that ten times for me. Khabib Nurmagomedov. Well, that was the fight <laughs> of the night. Pakistan. It's a part of Russia, and it's a, it's a interesting because there are a group of people in Russia who, when Russia expanded, they're all Muslim, mm-hmm. and so it was it was like one of the places like a Tajikistan or Uzbekistan or in Afghanistan, uh, but this place it remains inside Russia. Yeah. Well, Habib, Habib, <laughs> Habib would go on to win that fight, beating McGregor by rear naked choke in round number four. And if you watched the fight, there was a big old royal melee. rumble. Call it, it a melee. It, 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 was, it was insane, and it even spilled out into the arena afterwards between fans, which we're going to see right now. Yeah. So here you see a group of Irishmen and a group oh of Russians God. getting into Going it. They're swinging, it. and the Russians came out swinging because of whatever the Irishmen have said. And people just watching, of course. Because this is better than sitting front side. This is happening in real life in front of you. And I feel like the Russians dealt a real blow. This was the second time Ireland lost a fight this this night. And then, of course, the Euro chant, ole, ole, ole. Yeah, everyone just starts celebrating. It, that, that whole fight, I don't know if you guys watched it, but it's it, the fight was great. And I think everything afterwards, as someone who watches professional wrestling like a lot, that was probably the fakest thing I've ever seen. I've ever seen from the UFC. You thought that fight was fake? No, the fight was real. Okay. I'm talking about all the stuff afterwards and all of this. Oh, you know, we can't put the belt on you because it's too dangerous. Stuff's going to get thrown on you. Come on, man. It's interesting. I actually took it that it was racially charged. This was a fight where Habib, clearly a Muslim, uh, Conor McGregor's camp has said horrific things about Khabib, his family, his religion, his culture, and Khabib finally just lost it. And now now they're talking about, the UFC is talking about suspending Khabib and his camp, and because the difference that they're saying is because this happened in the arena at work and everything else happened outside of the arena even though Khabib's family members were assaulted, Conor McGregor, they utilized the for their advertisement purposes, the violence of Conor McGregor throwing the ch- into the bus and breaking right. it as part of the promo it, package. As part of the promo package, but when Khabib just was finally like, "I won," people are still not respecting me. Yeah. And right. now Conor McGregor's cousin is talking trash about me and my culture and my religion. He finally lost it. He snapped. He's like, "I just beat your cousin's ass. I'm gonna beat your ass too." And he gives. He does welt him. He yeah. does welt him, and it show. And they also have a clip of that as well. Well, and that's the lamest thing about this whole fight afterwards is that the commentators on uh, doing commentary on all this are like this is you know terrible for the sport i can't believe khabib would do something like this and it it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me because connor did this exact same thing to him and i i I can't wrap my head around the fact that why people think this is so bad i mean just just let him have it i mean he's he knows what he's doing he knows what he's doing he's gonna get suspended right i feel like though there's again a line with like Life's not always going to be fair. People aren't always going to treat you the way that you should be treated. But also, like, your composure. I mean, this is like a male-dominated testosterone fest. Yeah. Like, first of all, do you expect people to go a little wild? Yes. But at some point, realize, like, you're in this position of power, of privilege. Like, you need to remember that, I feel like, when cameras are on. Like, mm-hmm. create the image 
that should be created. Sure, but is there ever a line? And I'll, and I'll explain this line. I this think... is, this is to Habib's. This was his version, mm-hmm. his cultural version of someone calling him the N word. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't know many people besides maybe a President Obama who's amazing at keeping his composure at all times. Right. Who would keep their composure? I mean, we saw a, a Supreme Court justice lose their composure, oh, that, and this person right. got sworn in. Right. So. Right, right, right. And it didn't affect him. So the concept is we are expecting Habib, who basically just came off of a testosterone fest of right. beating someone's right. ass. Which is why I understand that it happened, because that's just nature. And then not getting his belt right. in front of people where they're trying to make it seem like, oh, we're protecting you, but that's not Well, when I mean, he's been the villain the entire time. I mean, exactly. everyone was booing him the, enti- the entire fight. Booing him. No one wanted him to win. I don't even think the UFC wanted him to win. They obviously did not. Obviously did not. And this punishment, do I see the same punishment happening to Conor McGregor? I definitely don't. And then we see now it spills out to the fans. The fans, yeah. right. And everyone's blaming the Russian fans and the Muslim fans, again. So yeah. when we say life isn't fair, it happens to not be as fair towards people of color. Well, I mean, I wasn't saying that that wasn't like a white-charged-like thing. It was just saying that at a certain point, I think once it's physical, it's physical. But I just don't ever think it should be initiated, like, it's just Personally. all toxic male masculinity. I mean, it, it really might is. be. It really, it really is. <laughs> and I just, I love it. But I mean, I, it's, I again, it's, a, it. it's another guilty pleasure. Yeah. I, I love watching people fight each other. But it is, it is not something I don't think we should condone. No. Moving on. This something, is what I love watching. <laughs> something, something a little bit light, more lighthearted, I guess you could not say. Light. Let's uh, not go to light. <laughs> that's heavy. Uh, Red Rose, I, I believe her name is Red Rose La Cubana. I think that's how you'd say it. Uh, she's a very good dancer. She's let's uh, let's see some of her dance moves. I cannot with you. <laughs> there you go, Red Rose. Okay. I was like, Tehran, Tehran, I, really I really want to flirting with the camera. I really want to hear your play by play on this one. I love the hair. Okay, so I really like the locks, and now she's wearing she's wearing some. What would you call that? I would call it like yeah, it's spandex, pattern? and it's knock off like chain pattern. Yeah, but you know what's not knocking off? The butt. It's real. Bruh, 100%. You know what? You know what the difference between a Ferrari and a fat ass is? Uh, I think I've heard this. I love before. it because yeah. I don't think she has a Ferrari. Let's go with that. <laughs> That's the concept. Is she's she's doing? Oh, I will yeah. do. I will do every that week. every week. See, oh, there that gets good. I watch. Now she's twerking. She's clapping. She's clapping with her butt, but she and and you know what? And you know what? Those the green is positioned perfectly on the tops of her cheeks, so it's like. You yeah. think it's intentional? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that her and you know what? This I can handle. People actually. Go to classes for pole dancing. Yeah. Not for pole you, dancing. Twerk classes. You take twerk really? classes? <laughs> I, I advise more white women to do so. I don't know. It's how fun. That, because I feel like it's something... It's fun. I'm sure it is fun. I, I think I think that I hate you she's so a natural at what she's doing. And even though it's obviously there's a sexuality to it, there's actually like an art form to this. That we need to also be aware of. We have to be aware that this is. I mean, yeah, it's not. It's definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think she has an easier time continuing. Yeah, this it part might not be art. This part where she's like arched her back, where she looks like she's missing a lower lumbar, uh, and it's <laughs> just amazing. It's the arch that might be more than art, but. Okay, so now she's also just twisting her body. But do you and see, like, booty. I think I think she has an easier time doing this because there's so much junk in that trunk. But that do you think continues. it's fake? Do you think her butt's fake? Um, I don't. It moves too much. It moves too much. You can hear much. it. 
And now it's literally clapping. That, that actually, Her butt though, is literally that clapping. Might, the, might be the implants making the... I don't know. No, I think that's I all think but... I'm, and the reason real. is is because if you thick. go to... She, her legs are thick. She her is, if you go thick. to her page, you yeah. see her body without... Yeah. And you realize it, it's it's, real. it looks very natural to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. But she's definitely a very talented twerker. And... And Terrence is going to pick his chin up off the desk I'm, You know what it is? It's just... I enjoy a, a voluptuous woman, okay. especially in an age where skinny is supposed to be like I. I no, skinny's not in anymore. I don't think anyone can say that stuff anymore. Well, oh, everyone wants a skinny girl. Like that's you actually say not. That, but you don't see the roses walking runways. That's true. Well, not high fashion runways. No. Exactly. High, Actually, you do now. Yes, you do. Like There's who? definitely plus size models out there now. And Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham is amazing, and she's an outlier. The truth of the matter is, and even though it's Ashley Graham, it's not Shanika or Ruby Rose. Do it's they want to do that? Ashley's. Does she want to be? Uh, you know what? Of course, everyone wants to be successful in their right. So I would. I'm assume. not saying successful. I'm saying, does she want to be a runway model? I would imagine I she so. likes to model. <laughs> yeah, what does she do? She models model? on Instagram. She's I was thinking she's just an model. Instagram model, I guess. But that's uh, that's a oh, yeah, that's, that's modeling. That's a very like, legit. At this point, mo- the most Instagram models are making more than your average model. Yeah. But it's not always like... about money. It's also about prestige. And, and mm-hmm. popularity is the slutty little cousin to prestige. So mm-hmm. some people, even if you're extremely popular, you would always want to be also prestigious, which is why we right. have these award shows and stuff like this. I want to know if Michael <laughs> finds that attractive because I know maybe it's a cultural thing and I find that uh, I find that kind of body style or that look very sexy. I'll, I'll say this. Good for her. Good for her because she seems like she's having a great time and she enjoys it, and other people are enjoying it, and she's having success. That's the guy that likes the skinny girl. You see with, that? With that being <laughs> with that being said, I don't find that body type attractive. But people can are free to find that body type attractive. Sure. And but that's not my kind of content. I'll, I'll what, just what say kind that. of girl do you find attractive? Um, if you find girls attractive, that's, I, was, that's oh the thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to judge. No, that, hey, that, that's that's fair. Uh, I I guess I like I like shorter. Oh, women. you like shorter? You're tall. I've noticed I'm tall, but I like tall women. A lot of tall guys tend to like. Short yeah, guys. like my my girlfriend's five four. Interesting. And I'm six five, and that's just always the the kind of people I've just been attracted to. I've always had a thing where I want to I want to be with tall girls because mm. if we do like procreate, you want procreate, an athlete. I don't want like my kid's not supposed to play varsity <laughs> basketball because you're short. No, we're gonna we we need to have a that's, conversation. <laughs> It's a very All interesting. Yeah, but I, I think I she does it. a great job, and she's also got an art form. And that pole dancing yeah. is very popular now. Yeah, I don't know how much of a workout it is, but what do you mean you people, don't know how much of a workout? I've never it is? pole. Can danced. you imagine holding I've yourself like your danced. abdominals have to be crazy? Your arms, yeah, that's your legs. Legit, it's you're legit literally talent. climbing a, a pole. Yeah, but I've never no, pole danced. So you've I have watched no idea. people pole dance. Uh, Maybe no, take a class, Teron. Would you take a class? You know what? Twerk class. You know what? No, but <laughs> I might go to class. I might go to class with you. All right. Are well, there beautiful women there of are. color in there the are. class. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. It's a nice mixture. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I might have to stop by just to just to see the art. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, just to see it up close. Yeah. Uh, moving moving on from this wonderful discussion, something a little bit more serious. That here is a video that I think everyone needs to watch and understand. Maybe the problem is y'all don't understand what rape is. Like, even if a man says, come to my hotel, and the thought process is we gonna fuck, up until any moment in the fuckery, I can decide if we gonna keep on. Once I say no, 
If it continues, it's rape. Even if his dick is inside me. Even if we are seven thrusts in. <laughs> seven bombs. It can literally be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Hey, 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 stop. If that nigga goes to eight, we have a problem. And if he goes to nine and ten, we are now in rape land. Do you understand what I'm saying? Once I say no, it's no. Well, that was very self-explanatory. And so we didn't make commentary commentary over over the speech. But the concept is Amanda Seals <laughs> from Insecure, a stand-up comedian who also has a show, Smart, Funny, and Black, is very a very profound, prolific comedian who I respect and admire and have a very strong friendship with. She gives a basic outline of what rape is. I think this video should be played in high school classrooms. I'm not kidding. Because like, very clearly, like, we're having issues as a culture identifying, like, where's the line? Like, there, that's the line. Like, we control it. But also at the same time, like, just no, just stop. There's also another line which Amanda didn't mention in this video is if you're unable to say no, mm-hmm. it's also no. Correct. So if someone's asleep, if you have drugged them, if whatever if they're the thing passed is, out drunk, passed out drunk, it's all no. Right. If they're not, if they can't explicitly say yes, saying yes, right. It's not yet. There's a very there's a very cool video I saw on Facebook once about this topic where you kind of have to consider consent like a cup of tea. Yes. And you can't give tea to someone who's you asleep or it. someone that doesn't want it. And if you're forcing that tea on them, that's a problem. Yeah. So this, I think these kind of videos are are important. No, even though the the language is obviously a, a pretty colloquial colloquial. It's I think this is an important conversation. Need it's to a very have, important conversation, especially in this political climate. And and. The whole thing of what the fact that she even needs to say this stuff yeah. is so really, sad. It's mm-hmm. sad. The fact that we don't understand and we need to understand. All those guys who are like, oh my God, I can't even hit on a girl anymore. No, that's not the concept. Yeah, that's right. Or if you do feel like that's the concept, then you know what? If you're, you're so afraid, so do this. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe then you should not go out to bars. Be careful of what you wear. Don't drink too much because you might give off the wrong message. Or basically treat yourself the way we've been treating gr- women in the society for th- for thousands of years and always blame you instead of blaming the opposite sex. So this is how it comes. To the privilege, which male privilege is a privilege, to privilege, equality will always feel like oppression. Yeah. It's 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 tough. This is obviously a very tough topic to talk yeah, whenever about. Whenever it comes to the concept of privilege, whether it's uh, racial privilege, male privilege, whatever it Monetary is, privilege. the concept of equality will always feel like oppression. So good... Good for man, and there's only eight eight states in the entire country that have mandatory consent along with sex ed. They have mandatory consent conversations along. Oh, with interesting. Sex ed. Only eight states, hmm. and that needs to be a countrywide effort where everyone needs to talk about what is consent, how do you gain consent, and what do you do when consent is not given, and that's stop. And leave. <laughs> Go See, home. No, you don't have to leave. Just stop. Yeah, just like, stop. literally just stop. Stop. Because sometimes it's we're together, but I don't want to go further. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, I'm mad at you passive aggressively and leave. No. And now I'm going to manipulate you and, and, and guilt you into doing it. I just would say yeah. typical, most rape cases that happen are not like from somebody being like, oh, you know what? I think we're moving too fast in our relationship. That's that actually that's is actually in the, the news most, right now. That's the most amount of rape cases. Is, is, is between like a boyfriend and girlfriend? It's, it's, it's a concept of the date rape which we all just go it's a blurred line how do you know boys will be boys and all these concepts everyone understands the rape of a str- 
stranger walking up, taking no, you in the alley. Saying, no, no, That's no. Right. I'm not saying date. I but mean, like, a long-term about, committed relationship where you're like... It happens. Uh, you know what? It's something we need to discuss as a culture is husbands who rape their wives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's something that we it's don't talk about. And it's actually horrible. And it makes women feel horrific. And I can only imagine what that must feel like. And that's something we need to talk about. We need to have this conversation. Yeah, I mean, and that, that same kind of situation is big in the news right now with Cristiano Ronaldo, international soccer player. Yes. That, that, that situation is being brought back up from something that he allegedly did, I think, back in 2006. Well... That's not a very fun con. It's not a fun conversation to but have, it's but it's a necessary one. Yes. But a fun aspect that we can talk about is Black Hollywood Live, and Tehran is going to be talking about well, that. Well, it's not a fun aspect of rape, but it no, is a fun aspect is of this network. Back, uh, BHL fans, Black Hollywood Live is the first urban digital broadcast network in existence. Since inception, BHL has prided itself on creating outstanding content in all areas, from news, music, and politics to lifestyle and entertainment. We've not only given voice to the often underserved black and Latino community, we've also provided new hosts with the dopest platform to exercise their talents. And that's not all. BHL has done the same for many of Hollywood's A-list, including Oprah Winfrey. I love you, Oprah. Whom has made multiple BHL appearances and given us several shoutouts. Now, the Black Hollywood Live Network needs your help. How can you do that? By subscribing to our YouTube channel, that's how. Subscribing to our YouTube channel will also help you find new shows we're sure you'll love. And if you're worried about annoying notifications, don't be. They are optional. So hit that subscribe button now. It's easy and help us continue our work. Let us know you did in the comments below. We love hearing from you. Show us love and we will show you love back on air. Thanks for being supportive fans to BHL, helping us take the network to the next level and continue to redefine Hollywood from all of us at BHL, thank you very much. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Moving on now, we got a video about dogs. Are you guys dog fans? Uh, no, I, I, I feel like, of course you love dogs. That's like the, the white yeah. girl thing to do is love dogs. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. But we got this, this video right here might make you change your opinion on dogs a little bit. Dogs are lovable. So, what you can see going on in this video is there's a dog appearing to bite a young man. But it's a cute dog. It's like a small... No, that's not cute. That is... It's it's not, like, truly attacking. It's... It's it's playing. It's playing? It's possibly... it's It's a kid who's possibly a little afraid of dogs. Yeah. And then a dog who was either seeked on him or whatever. But it's not a dog that can inflict horrible damage. It's not, like, a large German shepherd or... I mean, I think that is a pit bull. But it's a friendly... It's not a pit bull. It's a a friendly mixed dog. It's a bulldog or terrier type. It's Look at that. Look at that. It's cute. It's fun. That's not fun, though. It's not fun for him, but it's fun for the... If he was in real danger, everyone else wouldn't just be standing there. Yeah, of course. And, you know, for the most part, dogs are just a reflection of their owners. That's true. And, and, And so there are no vicious dogs, just vicious owners. And in this case, it's a it's a playful dog who's playing around, and the kid happens to be afraid of dogs, possibly from a. And that definitely place. is helping him get over his fear for sure. Well, not even not even if he's afraid. <laughs> I've been in a situation like that where a dog thought I I was trying to get away. I was trying to get away from the dog, and he thought I was trying to get him to chase. He wanted to chase, so he was just coming and jumping on me, and I'm trying to get away, but you you can't really do anything because they just think it's all a game. Yeah, of course, it's like a playful. Have you ever been bit by kid. a dog before, though? No. It's the scariest. It's scary. Oh, I'm sure. I've I've, I've witnessed I've, I've witnessed it. 
So it's, that's you. Basically, you no. empathize because you would be afraid of that. No, no. I love dogs, but I've been bit by a dog before, and it's scary. And that's like, we had to take our dog to the vet, and we found out he had a brain tumor because he just randomly bit, and it was a pit bull mix. Oh. And mm. so, like, it's scary if dogs it attack bit, you. The, the pit bull mix bit you? Bit me, yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. I know. So <laughs> this poor kid is, like, freaking out. No, I can understand. You know, but it's fun to watch. I can understand. It's funny. It's a funny video. <laughs> a dog attacking you. <laughs> yeah. This, this next video, not so funny. I mean, I guess it is a little, a little, a little funny. Uh, a, a situation between a customer and a an employee at Subway gets oh, no. a little out of hand. It gets out due of to hand. some bacon. <laughs> so the customer claims that you gonna give me they like, miss uh, bacon. No, you call police. You gonna give me either my money back or you gonna give me some cooked bacon? And this is a cashier. That's just what's gonna happen. I mean, you talk to somebody else. Yeah, that's okay. Who's obviously fed up with this customer? She. I, I asked her to put it in a toaster oven. This bacon is not cooked. I put it in the oven like so that. Okay, well, she see, asked you, for you figure it out. You figure out what toast. to do. You don't get an attitude with me. You put it back in the... Go ahead, okay, go ahead, because it's going to be all like, on social media. We're kind of... I asked for a club sandwich with bacon. Exactly. Like, I don't know. That's, that's why you work here, and that's why you always... Exactly. But then, that's exactly. What, yeah, but that's what people go to, and that is the worst thing to say. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with working a job. It's noble. She's working. She could not be working. I agree She could be working. It's not, this is why you'll always be working here, and I'm successful, and you're not. That's the go-to. That is the, that is the uh, new, do you know who I am? Yeah. Do you know who I am? That's not... The point is, your customer service is not... It's not good. Your attitude's not good. You're supposed to be in a customer service situation. Please help me. I'm just asking for something that can be easily remedied. The customer is always right. Help me out. I just want my bacon toasted. Right? But then they get into altercations where towards the end, it's like, well, what are you going to do? I'll fight you. And, and Who said they would fight who? Uh, Customer said the she customer kind of said, "What are you gonna do?" And look, she's antagonizing her right now. See, that's why that's why this video bothers me because I wanted to know both of you who you thought was in the wrong here, and I think I think they're both in the wrong here. They I are. It, I think it changes. Oh, definitely, it does. I think in the beginning. Look here. Yes. I think in the beginning the uh, employee was in the wrong because sure. you, it, it's a sandwich, man. Just like let's just make her some bacon and fix yeah. it, you know. But then to continue antagonizing someone and sticking a phone, if someone stuck a phone in my face like that, like, and I don't understand why people do that either. It's, like, it, what are you expecting to happen? Because they feel they feel protected, and I've noticed this just in general. It happens a lot where people feel they're protected. Right. The law and then, protects oh, they them. hit me first. And and it's something that happens very commonly in the United States because we all are so protected by the law. Of course, all of us are various degrees protected, but we all feel comfortable that the law protects us in some way. Mm-hmm. You would never get away with that overseas like if if that was the middle right. east or something that would have been a different conversation right so it's that we feel this false sense of security when it comes to all these things and we don't know what initially started we don't know yeah. how the customer initially approached the situation for the cashier to react that way but at that point we see that she's still she could be correct and fix the situation she doesn't she's fed up and then we also see that the customer has now crossed over into antagonizing and that girl's getting what minimum wage yeah getting minimum wage and it's just these videos are super unfortunate because it's something that can be avoided so easily yes whether she just the the employee just cooks the bacon or the 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 woman with the phone just leaves it alone yeah like i don't get why people have to be so anal about well i mean i wouldn't want to eat raw bacon well, of, of course, of course. But 
Yeah. But I've when you pull pork, just make so. another sandwich. But, but when you pull the phone out right, and trying to make right, a big deal out right. of it, like you're some big deal, like you're you know gonna what get, you're doing. When somebody's like, if somebody were to put their phone in my face and be like, "Oh, this is gonna go all over social media," it's like, and cool. I hope you, I hope you do. Right. <laughs> like, I'm already on it. So. But then don't give them a reason to <laughs> exactly. even post it. Be like, exactly. oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'd love him, for everyone in kindness. the comments below to vote. Let, let us know who you yeah. think is wrong. Is it customer or employee? Let us know what you think. Watch that video and tell us. Can we please end on a good note? Because let's, let's now do I'm that. so upset. Let's do that. We kind of... We're, we're gonna... I am. That just got me just like... It ran, like well, Matt, we're going to fight in here. We are going to fight in here. Yeah. Uh, we we kind of trashed on Kanye a little bit ago for his antics. Almost every week. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I think it, it keeps it consistent. I think it has been every week. Kanye. This is a clip of Kanye helping out... What but appears to be a homeless individual right after his birthday recognizing some talent. So let's let's take a look at that. All right, so basically... Um, Yo, tell him your name. Yeah, my name's Nino Blue, uh, B-L-U, no E at the end, Nino Blue. And I'm here with Kanye West. And uh, I actually, my birthday was the other day, and I just became uh, homeless because the guy of the place I was living with was a little crazy and I'm, I'm out here on the street and Kanye's bringing me into the studio right now. He heard me rap, he let me rap to him. He says I have good energy and he's gonna show me some beats and stuff. And I feel extremely blessed. I feel very happy. I feel like, you know, God is just looking out for me right now. And I don't really have like any words at all to describe what's going on. It just feels like a crazy ass miracle. And like, and I just want everyone back there to know that if you have a dream or you have anything that you feel like you're pursuing, like keep going for that shit until you, till the very end. Cause you don't know what potentially could happen. The universe works in very mysterious ways. And I feel extremely blessed for Kanye West to help me out with this. All love. <laughs> And it is all love for Kanye to use his platform to put someone on. That's a nice thing. That's always a dream of anyone who has that rap goal to meet that puff, that Kanye, that whoever. And they give them just a moment of their time. And that must have just felt great for Nino Blue. I hope he gave him some money, too. Well, and that's why I really like Kanye. I mean, he does this kind of stuff (laughs) for people. All the time, though. I I feel like he doesn't record it all the time. And it needed to be recorded you know, sometimes. Mm. Well, like, especially now with right, everything that's right. going wrong yeah. with Kanye. Think, but I think Kanye as a whole is a very, like, empathetic human being. Yeah, and he really cares about the music industry and making music. And well, that's... I wish he cared about black people. Come on, Kanye. <laughs> right? Well, well, we'll have to we'll have to see next next week on the Kanye adventures. Uh, but unfortunately, that's all the time we've got today on World Star Weekly. I hope you join us next week for another great episode. We're gonna have some even even better clips, maybe some more fights, maybe some more Kanye. Who knows? Uh, well, I'm I'm Michael Patterson. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Pat News. That's M I K E P A T T N E W S. Teron, where can we find you? Well, Michael Patterson sounds like an author. I do not. At I am Teron all across the board. At I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N. My name is Teron, like the capital V-Ron. So if you don't know how to spell it, just watch Fox News. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for joining us today. I'm Abigail Freyer. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Abigail double underscore AF. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Uh, tune in next week, Sunday, 4 o'clock. We'll be here to World talk more Star videos. Wrap Up Weekly. Thank you so thanks, much for everybody. watching. Executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram me at KingXOBet. Thanks for tuning in. 
Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. redefined. Yeah. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of THL or its owners or principals.